For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Now a possible two-on-one. Coming in is Trenton, and he's shot right on. Rota makes the save. Oh, mercy. He gets across with another. And now Carolina's got to come the other way. Ajo with speed. He'll roll one on net just wide of the Lankanen goal. Oh, Carolina end-to-end there. Started with one fin. Almost finished by the other. D'Angelo still on the ice, and the score! Drury throws it out front, and the net front presence of Steph Nason. A power play wizard last year. He's got Carolina tied. Great shot from Drury. Better tip from Nason. It's 1-1. The score! That one gets through Lankanen as the Canes win the draw cleanly. D'Angelo throws it to the net. And Tony D gets on the scoreboard. And the power play is cooking with gas, oil, and gravy. (laughs) Oh, you're cooking when you're with oil, gas, and gravy. Uh, the Kings at Chatfield, they score! Out in front, Bunning sets up Chatfield. Where are we going, Trip Tracy? Besides Carolina taking a 3-2 lead. Well, I'll tell you, my singing voice struggled. It's usually on par with huge Kaniac, Bob Seeker. But we're going to Chatmandu. Well, now for Bunning, his second assist, and Carolina looking for more. Nason, Ajo, Jarvis, Ajo, they score! Now a dangerous turnover and they'll score! Right place, right time, Marty Natchez. And the Canes two-goal lead reestablished. But Tomasino to a loose puck. Preds come right down the middle, puts a shot right on Ronta. Has to make the pad save. Now the Predators with some pressure here. Tomasino shot again, kicked away by Ronta. Yossi to the loose puck. Roman Yossi sets up Tomasino. Blind look, Ronta with the glove! Catches it and frames it like he's got strike three. And Nashville breaking in. Novak, he'll drop it back. Evangelista with a pass. The shooting score. Lozon takes the pass and beats Ronta. And it's all tied at five here in Carolina with 9.03 left in the third. And just sitting behind the Nashville net is Yossi. He's fine to do that. Now flip this out. Forsberg will pot down. Forsberg. Cuts to the middle of the net, and he scores! Philip Forsberg cut to the slot, delivered a shot. It goes off the glove of Ronta and into the net. And the extra point goes to Nashville in a 6-5 final here at PNC Arena. Welcome to the Canes Corner Podcast with your host, Adam Gold. The Canes Corner Podcast is a part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. And now, here's Adam. We didn't have any jump, and you could tell we were just late on everything and giving up lines, not tight on anything, so that's why it looked like that. So, you know, I give the guys credit for trying. I think you could just tell we were a little, little off, um, sharp, and I think a little fatigued. Welcome to the Canes Quarter Podcast. I am Adam Gold. Thank you very much for hanging out with us after a Hurricanes 6-5 loss. 
to the Nashville Predators here at PNC Arena. Um, it was a home game because Carolina had the crowd and sold all the tickets and the popcorn and uh, the adult beverages, but effectively this was a road game for the Hurricanes and their seventh road game in the last 12 days. And that really is why the game looked the way it did. It was all over the place. Really started early. Frankly, Carolina only to allow one goal in the first period was pretty good. They had trouble clearing the puck out of the defensive zone in the first period. That's really what led to the first goal. I thought Antti Ranta, other than the goal that he allowed, and it was not a good goal, but it was also kind of a weird bouncing puck type of a goal. I thought other than that, I thought he was good, and I thought the team was you know, good enough in a sloppy period, but they had a couple of power play goals. Then the second period happened, and oh my gosh, that was, if you were not necessarily a fan of either team and just happened to stumble upon this game on ESPN+, Plus, you would have gone, man, hockey's a fun sport. So it's a um, six goals, three each way in the period, and the Hurricanes give up the only goal in the third, then lose it in overtime. Uh, there were a lot of mistakes made today. Uh, as you heard Rod Brindamore talking about it, and the Hurricanes were sloppy, and the Hurricanes were probably a little bit tired. I mean, he played in Detroit last night. Who knows what time they got in. You got a game here, seventh game in 12 days, takes its toll. Carolina didn't look all that hot really in any zone. They didn't control the neutral zone. They didn't really get in on the forecheck a lot. There were moments, but it wasn't great. You know, you were trying to win a game by scoring five, and they could have. I mean, there were some bad goals, but hey, Kevin Lankinen let in bad goals, too, and Nashville had breakdowns on Carolina's goals. It's not a one-way street. Carolina's not the only team that makes mistakes or gets poor goaltending. Nashville just outscored their problems tonight. Carolina could not. We're brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina if it's for the exterior of your home. You can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. No place like it. Sammy Hannon's crew do a great job. Hope everything is well out there in hurricane land, no matter where you are, whether you are in Raleigh or, oh, I don't know, uh, Dublin, Alaska, Melbourne, Perth, Adelaide, wherever you are. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. And if you don't mind, caress the like and subscribe button and tell all your friends because that would be fun. All right. Uh, we'll start with the big shiny object. Auntie Ronta didn't play well. Uh, six goals on 30 shots. Not good. 80% save percentage, and somehow his 860 save percentage will get lower. And he has not had a good year, and frankly, Carolina's goaltending is what it is. And I know how everybody got really crazy and excited, and you should, based on the last two games, which were Carolina wins with Pyotr Kachetkov and Net, But Kachetkov only played two good games. The first one much better than the second one. And his save percentage is still sub-90% too. Carolina's got the worst goaltending in the league. And Ranta has been a sizable chunk of that. And the other guy has also been a sizable chunk of that. And they might have a goaltending problem. And a problem to the point where it will keep them out of the playoffs. Is Ranta the problem that will keep them out of the playoffs? Yeah. 
can. And I know we love Kachetkov. We love his future. I'm still not sold on his present. Best case scenario for Carolina is that when Kachetkov starts on Sunday against the Capitals, he looks great and can string together a couple of wins. So that would be the best case scenario. But I don't know that it's the most likely scenario. So we'll see what happens on Sunday. I think we're right now, we understand that Ranta's not it. He's certainly not the answer to play a lot. This was always going to go this way if if something happened to Freddie. Because you can't have Ranta and Kachetkov even split the time. That's not, you you can't do that. Every time you you run Ranta out there enough, he's going to break down physically. Right now, he's not going to be out there enough to break down physically. He's simply going to be your backup, and you're hoping that Kachetkov is the guy. Adam Golden Studio with my friend Dallas Brule from the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. You guys do so many things. Windows, doors, siding, gutters, awnings, roofing. Roofing. Roofing is the most important part of your home. You want to make sure you keep the water out. Our roofing products made by Certainty, the shingle roofing, it comes in a lot of different colors, a lot of different styles, but it has a 50-year, five-star warranty on all material and labor backed by the manufacturer. It's non-prorated. I've never heard of a 50-year warranty. I always hear like 20 or 30. Unless a tree hits the house or you have some storm damage, it'll be the last roof you ever put on your home. I like that. What about metal roofing? We do a lot of metal roofing. We got the standing seam, comes in a lot of different colors, and it'll last forever, but it doesn't have the 50-year warranty like the shingled roofing does. Sounds like you're pushing shingle roofing, which you should probably. It's affordable, and again, it's hard to beat because it's, it's really the last roof you'll have to pay to put on your home. Dallas Brule from the Aluminum Company of North Carolina, AluminumCompany.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Just going through the goals. The first goal, I didn't hate the first goal as much as others did. It's not a great goal. You want to get a save on that because it really was, there wasn't much on it. But it was a bouncing puck. I was told it went over Ronta's pad. I think it went under, but it was it was clearly Ronta's stick is doing something. I have no idea what his stick was doing. You got to get your paddle on the ice. I never played goal, and I know that. And Ronta knows that too. But uh, that's what happens when you're struggling. You're all sorts of out of whack. Uh, so the first goal is not good. The second goal, the Yossi wraparound goal, that's a bad goal to allow. Uh, not not only does Ronta not get back to cover the post, or even get close to covering the post. But Jesper Faust in front has his stick held by Gustav Nyquist, and he couldn't even get over to stop Yossi from an easy wraparound put away. And it's a missed call by the official, but it is what it is. Anyway, that was the goal that tied it at two. Uh, the third Nashville goal is a power play goal. Uh, that Ryan O'Reilly scored off rebound right on top of the crease. Uh, it's a power play that shouldn't have even been a power play. Seth Jarvis, I mean, 
Does he does he bump Kevin Lankinen? Yep, he does. Was he pushed into Kevin Lankinen? Yep, he was. Was it outside the crease? Yes, it was. It's not a call for me, but they called it, so you got to kill the penalty, and Carolina couldn't. So that made it 4-3, and then the Tyson-Barry goal in transition, and this is where Carolina, I thought, was really poor tonight. There just wasn't enough. I'm trying to think of the word because I can't. I've been doing seven games in the last 12 days, too, uh, although not on the road. There just wasn't enough purpose with the way, not enough conviction with the way Carolina passed the puck in the offensive zone tonight. So that's a play that started in the offensive zone transition. I don't know how it became such a uh, such a two-on-one, really all the way. Dmitry Orlov caught all the way up the ice. Jalen Chatfield tried to play both players, and yes, Barry Kotkaniemi didn't have enough gas in the tank to get all the way back. And Tyson Barry beats Antti Ranta short side. I mean, to me, that's a goal you got to have. Uh, first one, maybe. Second one, the wraparound for sure. The one that made it 5-4, the Barry goal. Yeah. I mean, that's just not a good one. Uh, the fifth goal, the Lausanne goal, that's bad defense by Carolina. Again, starts in the offensive end. Uh, Natchez with not a terrible pass, but a soft pass. Uh, it was bad execution. I don't think it was a bad idea. Aho didn't really play it well, kind of waved at it. And now you've got two forwards caught up the ice and Carolina Slavin and Pesci are on the ice together there. Uh, and everybody just skating back and forth, chasing the puck. Uh, and ultimately, it was Lazan that beat Ranta for uh, a 5-5 tie. Uh, to that point, I thought Carolina, I thought Ranta was good in the period, but the goal is the goal, and you're only as good as the goals you allow. So while we can acknowledge that Ranta made some good saves tonight, uh, the truth is, is that he allowed at least two, maybe three goals in regulation that he shouldn't have. And then the overtime goal, you got to stop. You got to stop. It didn't go bar down. It went past his glove. It, is, it looked like it hit off his arm and caromed up. So, I mean, it's, you, you got to stop that goal. Uh, but he wasn't the only player at fault there. And by the way, on uh, I'm trying to think which of the goals. The, was it the wraparound goal? The Roman Yossi wraparound goal? Yes. Uh, Stahl, Martinuk, and Faust on the ice. Not only did Faust get his stick held, uh, but Jordan Stahl kind of got screened off the play by Jordan Martinuk. It was one of those games. Uh, Carolina looked like they didn't have a lot of gas, and Ranta, who didn't play uh, the last two games, couldn't help them out, couldn't bail them out, and couldn't pick up a save, couldn't get a good save, and led, led in some soft goals. You, you can't allow that overtime goal, but the, the real problem was where it started. Jordan Stahl won the faceoff. You know, Brent Burns was first to the puck, but he didn't get it. Just kind of reached out, one hand on his stick, and he couldn't gather the puck in. So, whether it was, I think it was Ryan O'Reilly, got it. Nashville cycled it back behind their own net. Roman Yossi stayed there, made a sandwich for a while, and then eventually started up the ice. And it was just kind of an aerial flip to uh, Forsberg, who pawed it down, almost lost control of the puck, but he didn't. Uh, and then Stahl and Burns are there. Burns has Forsberg. Stahl had somebody coming on the right side. I think it was O'Reilly. 
And Stahl had to pay attention there. Burns couldn't handle Forsberg. Forsberg kind of deked to the left, brought it to the middle, just let it go from basically above, uh, between the circles. And it went right through, right over Ranta's glove. His glove wasn't high. His glove was waist high. And that's that. And you knew. You, You knew based on the way both goalies were playing that this was likely to be a first possession game. Likely. Not guaranteed, but likely to be a first possession game. At the very least, three of the six goals allowed by Ronta tonight, he wants back. I mean, that, that number might be four, might be five. But I think if we say three, I think that's a fairly, a fairly accurate number. You know, Carolina scored five goals. You score five goals, you should win a game. And they didn't. Uh, and yes, Carolina's got a goaltending problem. Even if Kachetkov is good, they have a goaltending problem. I think that's a fair statement, too. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about a couple of other things. First of all, power play looked good tonight. Two full power plays they had looked good. First power play didn't look awesome, but it generated some chances, and then you got the goal. Uh, great shot from Drury uh, and a great tip from Nason. I like Jack Drury, by the way. Drury is playing so much better over the last month, and it, it started before the offensive production started coming. Uh, and there was a little flip in the lines tonight. Rod Brindamore in the second period uh, put Jack Drury between Tavo Teravine and Martin Natchez and Jesperi Kotkaniemi with Michael Bunting and whoever the other forward was. And again, they rotated a bunch in there. Uh, sometimes it was Jarvis. Sometimes it was Nason. Sometimes it was Natchez. Uh, sometimes it was Teravinen. So, I mean, that's a good line. That should be a good line. Uh, if you have Bunting, uh, Kokaniemi, and whoever, whatever, any one of those four forwards, uh, that's a good line. But it was interesting that Drury got bumped up to play with Natchez and Teravainen. Now, speaking of Natchez and Teravainen, I'll start with Tavo first. No good tonight. Tavo had a rough, I thought Tavo had a rough go. Tavo had a hard time clearing the defensive zone in the first period, a really hard time. And he also had a hard time uh, handling the puck, and his decision-making was not great. I mean, Carolina had, and this is, sometimes Carolina gets gets a little pass-happy. Sometimes it's okay to make the extra pass, but man, if there's nothing there, you have to either shoot it or, you know, live to fight another day, bring it back to the blue line and set something up. Because they overpassed the puck out of scoring opportunities including a couple by Tavo Teravainen tonight. Uh, so it wasn't a great game from him. So real quick, back to Jack Drury and yes, Perry Cook and Amy because they flipped, and you could number the lines all you want, but it doesn't seem to me like that last line is, is too bad um, when you've got essentially two top six forwards surrounding, at this point, it was yes, Perry Cook and Amy. But we'll see if Rod kind of stays with that. I'm not saying he will. Because the way Rod generally operates for something like this that will be uh, looked at as a demotion, I think that Rod is is kind of well within his rights. But I also think he's going to give Jesperi maybe another game, maybe the Washington game, before he decides, you know what? I think Jack has earned more ice. Uh, I also think that it's very possible 
that against the Capitals, we will go back to 12 forwards and six defensemen. Just have a hunch here. I've not uh, gotten any intel on that. Rod doesn't like 11 and 7. He likes having Tony on the ice. I mean, it's very possible that, because there were some game time decisions today, it's very possible that Tony plays and somebody else sits. It wouldn't be a punishment set. It would be somebody who's banged up. But I do think they'll go back to 12 and 6. But I will be interested to see if Drury gets a, uh, gets a run with a top six line. Because uh, Jack has earned it. Jack has been a very good player. Um, and he was one of my three stars tonight. I had Jack Drury, third star. Michael Bunting, second star. Steph Nason, the first star. I thought Nason was an impactful player all night. What you needed in a game like this, when it was all helter-skelter, you needed the offense from Seth Jarvis and Sebastian Ajo. You needed that tonight. Uh, and Carolina didn't really get it. I mean, they did get, well, they got a goal and an assist from uh, Ajo had the goal, Jarvis had the assist. But when the game is end-to-end like this, yeah, you just need more out of those guys. Um, They just had a goal, which is a great pass by Alexander Carrier, and uh, yes, he doesn't play for Carolina. That was just uh, a very, very poor defensive play and a turnover that led right to a goal. And remember, the other team screws up too. Carolina's not the only team screwing up here. Uh, it was uh, it was a, a very sloppy performance, really, from both teams. And I'm not saying that the better goalie won, because I don't think Kevin Lankinen was that good either, uh, but he made fewer ugh, mistakes than Auntie Ranta did. Michael Bunting has been struggling, but Michael Bunting played pretty well tonight. The conversation about was Michael Bunting a a miss in free agency? It's going to have to wait a little while anyway, but I thought Bunting played very well tonight. I wasn't in love with Dimitri Orloff tonight. I wasn't in love with Brent Burns tonight. It, you know, it's funny. Real quick about Burns. I really expected year two of the experience playing with Jacob Slavin. I really expected year two to be an offensive explosion for Burns. Because I remember the second year that Dougie Hamilton was here, and he played with Slavin for the second straight year. And I remember how impactful Hamilton was offensively because he knew that Slavin always had his back. Uh, We haven't seen the next step forward from Brent Burns yet, offensively. Not even talking about his defense, which is, I mean, it's mostly okay. Uh, I didn't think it was great tonight. He made a couple of good plays, but I didn't think it was great tonight. Uh, but I think all, in the grand scheme of things, Brent Burns is uh, an even player. It's like he's not a plus defensively. I don't think he's a tremendous minus. He wasn't really a plus tonight. He was just eh tonight. And they needed more in a game that became just an absolute gong show. But in the in the... The grand scheme of things, the Hurricanes managed to get a point out of a game where, in terms of physical and physically, they were at a disadvantage. Again, Nashville was here last night. They were already hanging out, eating dinner, watching, I don't know, something on Netflix. And the Hurricanes are flying back from Detroit. The game in Detroit was classic, classic Hurricanes. The game here, not classic Hurricanes. Too many soft goals and... They couldn't bail themselves out. 
All right, so real quick to go uh, to go through some of there's a lot of uh, a lot of comments here, uh, and we thank you very much for uh, for commenting. I guess we're talking about goaltending. Uh, Ri- Doctor Richard, oh, we have a doctor. He's the uh, he's the podcast physician. Uh, please be the calming voice after this tough loss. I would have loved to see our only rested player from last night steal one for us. Yeah, I agree. I would have liked to have seen Auntie Ranta play better tonight. If he plays better, Carolina wins. We can say the same thing about Nashville's goalie. It was a battle of backups today. It wasn't UC Soros that Carolina put five past. It was Kevin Lankinen. And yes, I would have liked to have seen Ranta play better. You didn't have to steal it. He honestly didn't. If he just makes the routine saves, because I thought I thought the overtime goal was a routine save. Uh, I don't know about routine, but and I don't know if the uh, the Barry goal is a bad goal, but it's a stoppable goal. And Carolina needed a save. They needed saves tonight. They didn't get them, but they were they were terrible defensively. So two things can be true at the same time. Auntie Ranta could be not good enough, which I think thirty games into the season, I'm pretty sure he's not good enough. And the Hurricanes could have played a poor hockey game. Both of those things can be true at the same time. Ultimately, it does come down, and I said it the other day, when uh, Kachetkov gave up the second and third goals in the loss to Calgary. There's a difference between being between a bad goal like and not getting a save. And I think right now Carolina, at least Ranta, is more in those lines. Now, the last two days, last two games, Kachetkov has given Carolina, in my opinion, a 9 out of 10 in Ottawa and a 7 out of 10 in Detroit. But the 7 out of 10 is fine if you're going to play the way Carolina played. Tonight, the way this game was played, in order to win, Carolina was going to need a 9 out of 10. And they got about a 4 out of 10. Actually, maybe they might not have needed a nine, but they might have needed a, maybe they needed a seven, but they got a four. So that is a problem for Carolina. Goaltending has been a problem. Just to kind of recap my quick thoughts here. I think, barring another injury or somebody that needs a day, I think we'll see 12 and six. I think you'll see Tony D'Angelo draw out. And I think you'll see Brendan Lemieux back in the lineup. Uh, especially against a team like Washington. I think you're going to need a little bit more of a physical element. Here's the other thing uh, I want to say real quick about Michael Bunning. Michael Bunning is a very good player. He had 26 goals each year, the last two, with Detroit, playing with Austin Matthews and whoever was on the other side, which rotated. Uh, But for the most part, Bunting was playing up with Austin Matthews and whether it was... Marner or Tavares or Nylander is usually, I guess, Nylander. I mean, that was a lot. And it was very effective. And Bunting is sort of, should be an agitating player. Not a tough guy. He's not trying to get under your skin. But he's supposed to play in a way that kind of stirs the pot. We haven't seen that Michael Bunting at all. Now, I thought Michael was good tonight. I think he had two assists on the night. Either way, I thought he was a good player tonight. So maybe this is not the right day to say C, but they haven't gotten great bunting this year. And you know me, I hate bunting. Not not Michael bunting, just bunting in general in baseball. But they need to get a better version of Michael bunting. 
They absolutely do. Because it's too easy to put him on a fourth line right now because he's ju- he's not very difficult to play against. Uh, let's see if we can get a couple of uh, couple of things. So, Ryan, is am I crazy for thinking Jack Drury has been our second-best center for the past five games? Uh, if we take the five games as a whole, I would say he was the best center over the last five games. I think Sebastian Ajo had higher moments in Ottawa. I think Jordan Stahl was dominant in Detroit. But, yeah, taken as a bigger picture, everything that happened over the road trip plus tonight, yeah, Jack Jury's been Carolina's best center, not just their second best center. And as I mentioned earlier, if I were Rod Brindamore, it would be a consideration to have Drury play up in the lineup and not just be a fourth-line guy. But I do think that we will see four different lines, and I don't think you'll see 11-7 and on Sunday against the Capitals. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I think that's about it on a Friday night. Look, Hurricanes got a point. They didn't play well. They were not good tonight. The goaltending wasn't good tonight. They got a point. It's not ideal, but you didn't get zip. So at least they got one. Now they come back on Sunday against the Caps and try to get two. Next two games, Capitals, bigger team, physical team. This will be a good test for Kachetkovs playing against Alexander Ovechkin. Woof. And then Tuesday against the Vegas Golden Knights, best team in hockey in my opinion. So that's where Carolina is right now. Hopefully it'll be uh, it'll be okay. Other than that, we will talk to you on Sunday after the Hurricanes and the Washington Capitals. I'm Adam Gold. I appreciate everybody's time joining us here on the Canes Corner Podcast on YouTube. Uh, do us a favor. Do me a favor. Subscribe, like, do what you can uh, to uh, spread the word. Send this out to the masses. Tell your friends about it. And uh, we'll see you Sunday after the Canes and the Caps. Good night. You've been listening to the Canes Corner Podcast with Adam Gold. The Canes Corner Podcast is a part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. 
More great news for Cary commuters. With the new GoCarry app, you can track your bus live on the interactive map feature. Stay informed with the latest news and service updates right at your fingertips. Save your favorite locations and routes for quick and easy access, making your daily commute a breeze. Plus, with the GoCarry app, you can easily connect to GoCarry.org for even more resources and information. Best of all, the GoCarry app is absolutely free to download on the Apple and Google Play stores. GoCarry, where getting there is just a tap away. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.